Welcome to the Starch Solution Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Healthy Emmy. I am a nutritionist and the creator of the Slim on Starch program. If you want to lose weight on a plant-based diet, listen to this podcast. Also, bonus points, go and watch all of my YouTube videos, Healthy Emmy on YouTube. But if you're really serious about this, go to healthyemmy.org, apply to work with me as well as a mindset coach and a nutrition coach, and let's do this thing. Now, on to the podcast. Because I heavily emphasize the truth that this is about not just what you're eating, but what's eating you, we are going to be going over both nutrition tips and mindset tips today. And I'm going to do it through the new exciting trend that I'm seeing all the kids do, which is ins and outs. So for each nutrition and mindset tip that I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you what's in and what's out that you can shed and leave behind. And because I love you so much, I'm going to tell you exactly how you can start implementing each of these today. First up in the nutrition category, what is in is calorie density and mastering it, and what is out is calorie counting. The concept of calorie density has us emphasize not a certain limit to calories that you can eat at every meal or eat it every day, but instead to focus your diet around foods that are more calorically dilute, less calorically dense. These are foods like starches, vegetables, fruits, and legumes. All of these foods are less than 600 calories per pound, and when you eat them until you're comfortably full and you don't count calories, you are able to release weight that your body doesn't need to hold on to anymore. So picture this, you build a plate. Back in the day, you'd build the plate and you would put on the meat and the cheese and the bread and you'd have these foods that are more calorically dense. So that plate full of food could be an average of, oh, I don't know, 800 to 1,000 calories. Well, if you keep the volume of the food the same, you keep the size of your plate the same and you keep the amount that you eat the same from a volume standpoint, but you substitute it out with food foods that are more calorically dilute, like starches, vegetables, fruits, legumes, potatoes, rice, beans, oatmeal, all the veggies that you love, fruits, beans, peas, and lentils. Now you're eating the same amount of food volume-wise, but the amount of calories is much lower. This allows you to still feel full and satisfied and energized while lowering your calorie intake, which is what permits weight loss. So yes, calories count, but don't don't count calories. Leave that in the past. The math equations, the apps, the tracking, the macros, it's a headache and you don't have to do any of it. Instead, master calorie density. How can you do this today? What can you start doing today? I want you to build one plate where half of your plate is made of starches like potatoes, sweet potatoes, rice, beans, oatmeal, corn, quinoa, farro. And the other half of your plate is going to be vegetables. Then I want you to add in a half a cup of legumes such as beans, peas, or lentils. Do this today and you've already started on step one. Number two, we're headed into my favorite category, the mindset category. How do people do those cool hearts that everybody's doing? This is the hip way to do a heart. I'm still doing this. This is one of my favorite emojis by the way. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. What is in is taking this one day at a time. What is out is getting so lost in these hypothetical future situations and saying that you are never ever going to eat 
a scallop again. You are never ever going to have a piece of cheese again. You are never going to have a lollipop again or a chocolate bar again. Let's just focus on today. We're going to take this one day at a time. When somebody is in their pursuit of being sober from drugs and alcohol, we actually don't say to that person, you can't, you can't eat, drink for the rest of your life. You can't do drugs for the rest of your life, even though we know that that's the case. And if somebody's an addict, they can't drink for the rest of their lives. They can't use for the rest of their lives. But we're not going to ask that of them. Instead, we take the one day at a time principle. We say, you're not gonna drink today. And they say, you're right, I'm not drinking today. We'll see what tomorrow brings, but we can't decide for tomorrow. We can't breathe for tomorrow. We can't drink for tomorrow. Tomorrow doesn't exist. All that exists is today. So I ask you to commit to your health journey today. And I know you get lost in the, oh my God, can I do this for the rest of my life? Am I gonna self-sabotage? I don't trust myself. I've done this a million times before and it never actually works out. Who am I kidding? Whoa, slow down. Let's just take this one day at a time. Look at today's date, pull out your phone, see what the date is, and ask yourself, can I commit to this just for today? There's the Japanese philosophy of Kaizen that small incremental changes when made consistently produce a massive impact over the course of time. So if we commit to SOS Slim on Starch today, we continue to do that day after day. Before we know it, we've stacked weeks, months, years on top of each other where we've made a major transformation. A year from now, we'll see who was really serious about this. And it is not the people that committed to never having a piece of chocolate for the rest of their lives. It's the people that committed to not having chocolate today. Number three, back in the nutrition category. Out are the days of looking at the nutrition facts and the calorie labels on food, and in are the days of looking at the ingredients. When you are about to eat something, do not look at how many grams of sugar are in here, how many grams of protein. We're not gonna, we're not doing this calculus anymore. We're done being mathematicians. If you wanna be successful on your weight loss journey, take off the mathematician hat. Nobody asked you to put that on. I'm asking you to take it off. Instead, I want you to look at the ingredients list. Is there oil and are there animal products? If either of those are the case in the ingredients list, give it the boot. We're not going to be eating it today. Notice I said, it's not that you're not going to eat it for the rest of your life. Instead, it is, I'm not going to eat this food today. Many people make the mistake of looking at the nutrition facts and what they fail to recognize is that nutrition labels are very carefully and cleverly manipulated so that something can say that it has zero grams of fat when really something can have less than 0.5 grams per serving of food and they can label it as zero. So you know those Pam cooking sprays? It'll say zero grams of fat and the serving is literally, it's like 1 24th of a second or something like that. Who measures time in that increment? <laughs> Apparently Pam users do. But really in a bottle of Pam, there's tons of grams of fat and tons of calories. It's just they've manipulated the serving sizes to make it look like there's nothing in there. So we do not look at nutrition facts, we look at ingredients. And how can you implement this today? Every time you eat something, look at the new ingredients. And if oil or animal products are an ingredient, you're not eating it today. Next mindset tip in is what if positive, out is what if negative. 
how often do we play the what ifs toward a negative? It's, it's what we're designed to do as humans. And it is a primal sort of instinct and reactive nature that we have when thinking about the future is we need to prepare for the worst case scenario. What I see my clients do is completely catastrophize and overestimate the worst case scenario and they bring their past your past is not a life sentence, by the way. They bring their past and they perpetuate it into the future. Well, I've failed a million times in the past, so I'm gonna continue to fail moving forward. What if this doesn't work? What if I fail again? What if I gain weight? What if I can't do this? What if we flip all of those and say the complete opposite? What if you are a success? What if this all does work out? What if you can release this weight? What if this goes swimmingly? What if, you're, what if you prove to yourself that you actually can do this? My clients are usually at a loss for words when I ask this question because it's so safe and comfortable for them to fail. And this is where self-sabotage comes from. You controlling your failure and you choosing your failure is warm and safe and comfortable because it's the pain that you can control versus if you become successful, well, what if you lose it? You might lose that success and that pain, that being snatched away from you is even scarier than you just controlling your failure and staying in it because that's you controlling your pain. Nobody's taking anything from you. Another really interesting thing that I see and I'm going on a tangent here, but I'm gonna throw things out and I know that some of these nuggets are really gonna speak to you. I see people put the idea of themselves being successful, they toss it out on the horizon because there is comfort and excitement in knowing that maybe there's a better life waiting for me. And so they keep it out there because what they don't want is to land at that better life. And it's not the great imaginary, beautiful unicorns and rainbows life that they once dreamt of. So having it out on the horizon provides this interesting yet twisted sense of comfort as opposed to actually going out and getting it. And let me tell you, you're wrong. If you think that you are better off staying where you are now than you are being successful, forget about it. I say, I talk about this with my clients all the time, how being uncomfortable in not doing the SOS program is a million times worse than actually doing it. And while it's difficult to make these lifestyle changes, you get to choose your difficult. You get to choose your discomfort. You can either sit in the temporary discomfort that comes with making a change, followed by immense delayed gratification in the feeling of success, or you can choose to be perpetually, eternally, forever uncomfortable because you never reached success. So what I want you to do today is I want you to write all of the what ifs that have been going through your mind of what if I'm not successful? What if I fail? What if I can't do this? What if I gain weight? What if I'm the magical unicorn that this doesn't work for? And I want you to write the exact opposite. And I want you to visualize all of those things actually coming true. What if I am successful? What if I do release the weight? What if this all really does work out? Quick pause in the video to shout out my Slim on Starch client, Darlene. At the time of publishing this video, I'm currently editing my testimonial video with Darlene. She went through the Slim on Starch program. She is fabulous. I mean, look at these before and afters. Are you kidding me? Her interview is going to be up on my channel soon, or if you're watching this after publishing, it might already be up. Check the link in the down bar, but this could be you too by following these tips and by joining the Slim on Starch program. So if you're interested in learning more, click the link in the down bar. Nutrition tip number three out our daily weigh-ins, in 
our weekly average weigh-ins. Now, you can still weigh in every day if you want to. My clients in the Slim on Starch program, I have them weigh in three times per week. But what I need to emphasize to you here is you do not make rash decisions based on what your daily weigh-in says. Instead, you will make a decision about how to move forward and whether or not what you're doing is effective by doing average weigh-ins and comparing the average from week to week. Our weight changes and the weight fluctuations that we experience day to day are tremendous and you are a hormonal, living, breathing, real human whose weight changes every single moment of every day. Your weight right now is different than the weight that it was when you started this video. You might not be able to see it on a scale, but there, it is just a little bit different. You could gain 10 pounds overnight and it's not going to be 10 pounds of fat, it's going to be 10 pounds of water. You could lose 10 pounds of water overnight and it's not going to be fat, it's going to be water. What people mistakenly do is they step on the scale and they believe that what they, the number on the scale is today is reflective of what they did yesterday and whether or not it's going to be effective to fat loss. This is a whole other video that I can't go into right now about how that is not true, but please at the very least know this, that your weight that you saw this morning is not a reflection of whether or not yesterday's habits are productive or not productive to weight loss, but instead is reflective of your current water weight, the weather, your hormones, fecal matter, urine, food in transit, so many other factors. At any time, we have five to 20 pounds of fecal matter that's just floating around in our intestines. So you are not your ish. You are not measuring your success based on what the number on the scale says every day. Instead, what I want you to do is if you do weigh in every day, take the average every week. So add up all of your weights during the week, divide it by seven and compare that average from week to week. Oftentimes at the beginning of a whole food plant-based lifestyle, people do see a small spike in what they're eating in the first few days, maybe the first week due to increased food in transit, increased fiber, increased glycogen stores and increased water weight, not due to fat gain. I mean, if you think about it, a bag of chips weighs nothing versus two apples is heavy. So you could eat two apples, step on the scale and say, oh my God, apples make me fat. Or you could eat a bag of chips, which weighs an ounce. And then you step on the scale and nothing has changed. The potato chips are not the path to weight loss. They just weigh less. So what can you do starting today? Well, you can start doing your daily weigh-ins, which by the way, please do them in the morning before eating or drinking, after using the bathroom, completely nude on the same scale. Don't use different scales, different times a day. Keep it constant. And after a week, average all of it and compare it from week to week. Mindset tip number three in is visualizing your success. Out is visualizing your failure. Visualization is fascinating from a scientific standpoint. You may have heard the term neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity refers to the fact that the brain has the ability to rearrange and reorganize its neurons to help you think differently and thoughts lead to actions. Well, how do we do that? How do we, because people say, my brain does this, my brain is just wired this way. That ain't permanent, honey. It's, it feels permanent because you've been engaging the same behaviors which have hardened the way that your brain is wired, but the brain has the ability to reorganize, reshuffle and rewire. The big question is how do we do that? And we do that by visualizing. There's a lot of ways to do it, but visualizing is one of the catalysts 
for neuroplasticity. It helps activate it. When you vividly imagine a successful outcome, you stimulate the neural pathways that are associated with that. There is something called mirror neurons and mirror neurons are what is fired not only when we engage in an action, but when we see somebody else engage in that action. So this is a little bonus tip is to surround yourself with people that are successful, either by reaching out for help, by joining the Slim on Starch program. If you're in the Slim on Starch program, coming to calls and seeing other people that are on the program too that are finding success. But also it can be by visualizing yourself being successful. So when you close your eyes and you visualize yourself being successful, that starts to fire these mirror neurons, which actually encourage you to engage in the act and bring it into fruition. What's out is visualizing your failure. No wonder you continue to fail because you picture it, self-fulfilling prophecy, and you manifest it. You're activating the neurons, the mirror neurons of failure, and then you end up failing. So we have to have you start to visualize you being successful. So how do we do this? Well, first you have to get clarity on exactly what it is that you want to achieve and what that looks like for you. So say, I wanna be healthy, I wanna be happier, I want whatever it is. But what does it actually look like? Write it down, go to a quiet space, read it through, close your eyes, and visualize it. It feels silly, but this is what Olympic athletes do. This is something that we did when I was a runner competitively. We were we had to visualize the day before the race. We would close our eyes and we'd visualize ourselves being successful. And this is something that you have to do. And if it feels silly, if you feel silly doing something, that's a good thing because it means that you're doing something out of your comfort zone. And we only grow when we're out of our comfort zone. Nutrition tip number four is to identify your witching hour. If you're watching this video, I'm thinking that you probably have a witching hour. This term, by the way, the first time I ever heard it was my client Bobby said, it's my witching hour. And I said, that is brilliant. I'm gonna start using that. For most people that I work with, it is either 2 to 4 p.m. hour or it's the after dinner hour. It's the 7 to 9 to 10 hour. When is the hour when it starts to go downhill for you and you fall off plan? Whatever that hour is, identify it prep a mini meal in your fridge and you are eating a healthy SOS mini meal at that time. Remember that plate I talked about earlier in the video? Half your plate veggies, half your plate starch with the legumes. Prep one of those, put it in the fridge every day so that when you get hungry at that time, you eat that mini meal at that time. What's in is mini meals at the witching hour. What is out is trying to dance around the fact that you're hungry because, oh, it's not technically mealtime, so I'll just have a little quote-unquote snack. And you have a little handful of crackers and you have a little handful of popcorn and then you peanut butter crackers and my kid's food is still on my plate, so I'm just gonna finish it. Before you know it, you've eaten like 800 calories of snacks. Let's have a proper mini meal because your body probably needs fuel at that time. And how can you implement this today? After this video, I want you to go make a mini meal for your witching hour, and I want you to eat it at that time. Mindset hack number four is I want us to get to the bottom of the subconscious self-talk that you engage in when it comes to your journey. So here's how we do this, because I just threw a lot of words at you that are were quite elusive. <laughs> if I say to you, you will be successful in this endeavor, what's your knee-jerk reaction to that? What is the thought that you have? If you were to be totally 100% honest 
with me and, and say back what goes through your mind when I say that to you, what would you say? For some people it's, I'm not gonna be successful, I've failed a million times before. For other people it's, I don't deserve to be successful. I, I don't know what it is for you. You gotta find out <laughs> and then you come to me and we help rewire that and we help rewrite that. If you made it to this point in the video, I want you to comment, let's rewire, because we're gonna rewire that brain baby toward success. I love you, honeys, and I'll see you in my next video. Woo!